Uh, let's get going out there, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of the world. Welcome on into the Sports Buffoon Studios once again out of Lenexa, Kansas. Getting crunk up in this business. Uh, I don't know what we call JG's little shimmy dance, but uh, we got JG to my left, Tanner Dawson to my right, and yes, you see him holding up the flag. Obviously, this is AFC Championship Week here in Chiefs Kingdom. So let's go. We are yeah, yay. Very pumped for that to go down. Yeah, yay. Once again, and you know, we have a lot of reasons to uh, want to be animated and excited for this game too, you guys, because clearly. Uh, the Bengals think they think they have this thing in the bag, right? Oh, Bengals are favorites. Yeah, the Bengals should win this game. They no got problem. All the confidence and everything. I mean, jo- they're in Burrowhead. Uh, Joey yeah, B's I mean, the greatest quarterback on earth. Most importantly, they've been there and they've done that. So there's nothing more to achieve. Right, right. And we'll we'll dig into that a little bit more here in a few minutes. Uh, but first and foremost, I want to introduce you guys. Um, how you guys been? How's the week going? It's going great, man. It's going great. I made. Made a lot of money this week, man, at the casino. Yeah. So that's that's what I try to do every Ooh, week. I can't wait to revisit our easy money that's, that's bet what of the we week, do, man, and um, see how everyone turned out. But for that, yeah, uh, I'm good. I'm actually uh, speaking of betting. I'm actually working on some models this week, mm. uh, trying to get stuff more uh, automated and a little bit more analytical into my bets. So I've been taking a pause on it. So. Excited for it. So you're, analy- taking, you're saying you're taking a pause on sports betting? I, I mean, I'm betting a little bit, but like mm. serious bets, bets kind of thing. Mm. Like I'm, it's it's a pause till I can get this thing figured out. I think it's good to do testing. that. I've done that a little bit this year so. at certain times where I, the very you know September, October, November, I was betting like crazy. Decided to pause it for a bit and yeah. you know just slow things down a bit. It's getting a little crazy out here. Not that it was, not that it was not succeeding. It was just more like no. all right, let's, yeah. Let's, Corral this thing back in. I kind of, I kind of did what you did, right? I cashed out. I put, I left a little in there so I can have a little fun. Uh, but I'm, uh, like I said, I'm working on some analytical stuff right now this week, and you know, I'm trying to get it all figured out. Well, you know, uh, your your boy Nick Bodkin over there is already trying to show off. Talk about Daddy's coming home, boys. I told you, Nick. <laughs> I told you, Nick. Joey B, Daddy's coming home to take care of Patty. I'm, I'm aware, Nick. Don't worry. All right, all right, all right, all right. Well, before we crack into Clearly, NFL talk today. Um, what are you guys sipping on? A lot of shit over here. Tanner Tanner actually made my drink, so it could be a surprise drink. I don't even uh, know. It's probably rum or something. It, we got we got a little rum and uh, some uh, zero calorie Pepsi. So, with uh, of course some zero calorie ice because that's that's how it always goes. Zero calorie ice. Right? Yeah, that's that's the best part. That's why I feel fucking amazing right now. No, not all ice is zero calories, you guys, because. Sometimes you have margaritas. Sometimes the alcohol will stick to the ice a little bit, and all of a sudden now your ice has a few calories here and there, as well as some ABV. That's fair, Nick. That's fair. Kansas uh, KU has not helped me in my betting spree, so that's fair. <clears throat> KU's going to get man? better though. K- KU's getting better. They're yeah. they've hit rock bottom, and it's time to turn oh, it around. We got a tough schedule. I don't know if you saw. So we had Baylor, right? <clears throat> We go. We still have K State coming up. We got Kentucky, Saturday, Iowa State, Iowa State's right after that again. Like this Big Twelve schedule is no no easy task this year. So this is the time they got to turn it around. Yeah, I mean if they're gonna do it, they got to do it now. Otherwise, they're gonna be a fucking five seed uh, in the tournament. Yeah, three, three, four, five. How again? shitty would that be if KU was a five? The, seed? the worst thing KU's Gosh. done in thirty three years. Would be a that that would be the worst thing they've done in thirty three years. I if they did if they were a five seed man, I would be like uh, Happy Gilmore. I'd kick my own ass <laughs> if they end up being a five seed this year. 
That's pretty. That's pretty sad. But I don't think it's going to happen though. They're, they're going to so. turn that shit around. I ain't worried about it. All right, I'm gonna. Sorry, we started that, talking. That thing basketball. squirted all over my face. Yeah, you'll be okay. Holy there? moly! I yeah. I, damn. Can you wear a mask? I mean, that <laughs> would help. I would love to have had a mask right there. That thing just Seriously. popped right into me. Damn you! Wear a mask the next time you do that. You well, I mean, spewed all over my the face. The fact we're we're this close together, I could probably hit you from this far away anyway. Yeah, it's kind of so, weird. Don't let um, it happen again. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, guys, let's dig in to the real stuff right now. So, what we're are gonna we talk, starting on. What do you mean we're starting on? Are we gonna start on the NFC side this this week since we started AFC last week? Why are we doing that? I mean, we can go back and forth a little bit. I mean, I, clearly, I the people, wanna, the I people just, are here to hear the, us talk about the just Chiefs, trying right? Trying to bring fairness into the NFL spree of the buffoon. Watkins wants to all. hear about Aaron Rodgers' favorite quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. So, I mean, we gotta make sure we we let him know about what's gonna happen with him this this weekend. So I love it. Well, Aaron Rodgers is gonna be playing for the Jets next year, so I don't I don't feel like Bodkins wants to hear any of that. That's the last thing Aaron Rodgers I, is gonna go. I already, already put out there. Uh, Bodkins was on the Scott Scott Cobb show today, uh, and I was bothering him just with like Bengal stuff and all that. They were talking Zeke, and I go, D- I, I just heard that uh, Zeke and Aaron Jones just got traded for for traded one for one. <laughs> Zeke is now a Packer. <laughs> That's great. That's great stuff, man. It's all good fun. It's all good. It fun. is. Yeah, on the RB two for the Cowboys, Mister Zeke. <laughs> well, now he's the RB one. Um, yeah. Well, because the other guy broke for, his dick for the off season. He broke his dick. It'll be healed. <laughs> Sometimes it takes time. Sometimes things go wrong, and you know you can break a dick and come back a few weeks later. That's and be true. Fine, so. Sometimes the dick heals. Nah. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm just messing around. You, you sprained your dick before. You uh yes i have sprained. i have sprained my dick and it was not a good time but, all right you know what is that that my timetable was eight to twelve weeks yours might a little bit yours might have been a little bit shorter it was no little, offense no offense your timetable might have been a little bit shorter well i was in my prime so it was a little bit shorter quicker healing time and i felt like at the time i was an elite athlete was that similar a, that was before he was 30 it, well, yeah, <laughs> but mine was a high dick sprain. Yours was a low dick sprain. That's was, why I. That's why I. It took me a little bit longer to. Recover. Yeah, mine. Mine was more of the middle range. It felt like, but are we really it, getting it, that, that into it? it? it <laughs> what are you talking about? Hey, uh, back. Um, too full over here. So, guys, speaking of sprains, up too full. Obviously, the number one sprain out here, up in the NFL world right now, is about Patrick Mahomes in his high ankle sprain, um, which we, as we all know, is typically a four to six week injury for most positions in the football world. Um, now, in this case, obviously, with Patrick Mahomes, I mean, luckily, he's not a running back having to cut and move in all different directions at any given moment. Um, <laughs> do, what are you laughing about? Look like a bendy struck. Well, here, the thing with the with the dick sprain is, is is more of it doesn't it doesn't do that right away. Oh my lord! But I mean, it, it's basically sore for a couple of weeks minimum. So the bottom line is like, as but you long- can play you can play with a sprain though. I'll put it that way. The bottom line is like, as long as your balls still work and they're still in production, you don't you don't really have to worry about your well, dick. That how much. much did your performance drop off when you had that dick sprain? Mine didn't drop off at all because, like well, I said. It, you, you, as long as the balls keep producing, it's going to come out one way or the other. That's my point. You fight through the pain of the it. sprain, but you could still perform at a high level. That's true. I, I you don't must know. fight through the pain. It is a pain management issue, damn it. I, I'm in disbelief. Because know. you know what? The pleasure of success is way greater than what, all the pain of that sprain. What is it this week, right? Botkins opened it up with a, a very inappropriate joke on Monday night. 
uh, inappropriate. Start what the fuck? Everybody wants to know about this. You guys are talking shit. about this. Like, what's, what's my luck here for like talking about different? What stuff? did you say that was inappropriate? I We're talking about sprains. We're talking about Patrick Mahomes he, and his he ankle. Talked about, I think I can't remember, like some granny or something like that. Like, uh, just, just. We're talking about insane. Tanner. The will to succeed, no matter no matter the circumstance, <laughs> in a high stakes situation, such as a potential dick sprain, such as a a high uh, ankle sprain. Man. It's the playoffs. It's the playoffs. And guess what? When you have a dick sprain, same kind of thing. I mean, it's the playoffs. You got to show out. It doesn't really matter. And so you have to figure out a way to finish is what I think we're right. trying to say. Finish strong. Don't just play for 24 minutes like the Chiefs did last year in the AFC Championship game. Be up 21 to three and then shit the bed. Right. Have to figure out a way to finish. Well, that was without a sprain. So obviously the, in, sprain. in this situation, and he still couldn't finish. The Chiefs. The good news is, you guys. The Chiefs, at the very least, now we heard about the injury report today. I feel better today coming into this Wednesday than I felt about the game at all up to this point because, you know, obviously the ankle injury that happened to Patrick Mahomes was significant at the time. There was a lot left up in the air, and it was kind of scary to just watch unfold. We weren't sure how severe it would be. He talked about this week how it was actually healing faster than he realized it would. You know, Andy Reid felt the same way. Um, yeah, they call that kneecap injury he had right. worse. Well, not, not just a kneecap injury, Tanner. The week one 2019 Jaguars left oh, ankle sprain. Yeah, that's right. I they said that, that was worse. Yep. In which which he which case he played week two and week three and then totaled something like 800 yards passing. Yeah, I remember that now. In those games. So, um, but no, the thing is, with this this current Chiefs team right now at the moment is that Miko Hardman looks like he's gonna be back this week. Um, Joe Tooney's playing in this game, something he did not do against the Bengals the last time, and of course. We have Jalen Watson uh, out there making plays, and he didn't play in the last Bengals game either earlier this year. So, and I didn't realize until today he had a broken hand during this this season. We didn't even know about it until he brought it up in an interview. Jalen Watson. Jalen Watson had a broken wow. hand. The, the pass he caught, the interception he caught, Tanner, last weekend was with his broken hand. Impressive. So I'm saying he made that play with his broken hand. I didn't realize it was broken, but it makes sense as to why he was not on the field during the midpoint of the season for a while, we saw a lot of Joshua Williams. Joshua Williams is who was targeted the most in that last Bengals game, in which case, you know, you know those guys Higgins and, and Chase were putting a number on them. So um, now in this situation, we're seeing a, a team, I think a complete team now together, healthy for the most part. Andy Reid even said that, hey, hey, we're all good to go. Everyone's ready. Uh, Jody Fortson looks like he can play this week. Even if we needed to, Clyde edwards looks like he can play this week. So, I mean, I feel good about the team right now going into this game without a doubt because of the, f the health factor, which is crazy to say because obviously the main man of the team does have an ankle injury. Luckily, it's not as significant as we might have thought it was in the beginning. But, um, you know, going into this situation, going into this game with the Bengals, they're highly confident. I get that. I understand why they would be and why they should be. The idea of Burrowhead is idiotic, though, because they've beat the Chiefs one time. Joe Burrows beat the Chiefs one time in Arrowhead Stadium. That doesn't mean you own the place. This is not Mile High, a place that Patrick Mahomes owns. This is not Las Vegas over there for the Raiders. Mahomes owns that too. You you come to Arrowhead one time. You got to win. Good job, Joe. But that is idiotic for people to go out there and, and players like Mike Hilton and, and dumbasses like Eli Apple out there talking about, you know, that, you know, this is, this is Burrowhead. Get real. Come on. So, uh, before we, we break down some numbers, you guys, what are your initial thoughts going into the week for the Bengals-Chiefs game? It's going to be a hell of a matchup. That's all I'm going to say. 
I, I like uh, I like the confidence. I like uh, where we're sitting at as a Chiefs fan. Um, you know, it's it's gonna be a hell of a game. I think the only thing I'm worried about is the fact that the Bengals are. I, I told this told you guys about this last week against the Bills, but the Bengals are the second best time of possession team, and the, we all see we all know the formula that beat Mahomes, to beat the Chiefs. You keep Mahomes off the damn field. You keep Mahomes off the damn field. It's hard for Mahomes to beat you. So I think that would be my biggest worry. Not necessarily the playmakers that they have, not necessarily the defense they have. It's it's the uh, ability to get those first downs and work the clock. And I think that's that's going to be the biggest key of it all for for Cincinnati. I think the biggest thing we've seen in the previous matchups is the fact for some reason the Chiefs cannot get pressure on the Bengals on offensive Burrow. line on Burrow for some reason. The offensive line situation with the Bengals like steps it up three notches when they face Kansas City. And the last game, Joe Mixon was out. Samaj P. Ryan was putting up five yards of carry like no problem. So how come this Chiefs team who finished off second in the NFL in sacks, why why do they seem to struggle so much against the Bengals? And like what what is different about that team? Is it because of the release of Burrow? I mean, I just I don't understand that because that's the that's the biggest factor. Chris Jones has now gone 14 playoff games in his career had zero sacks there's that there's has no reason to change for it. that there's has no to change that's almost a full season's worth yeah there's i don't see any reason for it joe burrow's not getting the ball out any quicker obviously he'll draw on the ball for sacks um there's there's no reason for it i don't know yeah there's definitely no reason for it i, I feel like it's just one of those teams like before we started losing you know the three games in a row to the Bengals it's I feel like it's just one of those teams like we just never took them that seriously the Chiefs never took them that seriously they didn't respect Joe Burrow what have you but right now it's kind of like I feel like the whole Burrow head thing is something that they were celebrating after the last time that they beat us last year in Arrowhead and I think it's one of those things that it's just like it's gone to their heads after that game happened last year. And then they, they beat us again in the regular season. And I just feel like at some point this, this whole thing about the Bengals having the chiefs number has to come to an end. And I I think that now is the time I think it has to come to an end. Yeah. I mean, you just, you guys just said it like, this is one of my keys to the game. You've got to get to Joe Burrow early and often. And it's up to Chris Jones. I mean, yeah, you can put a little bit of that on Spags to dial up some blitzes here and there. But but Chris Jones is the guy that just really hasn't done a whole lot in the playoffs. And so I want to see us get to Joe Burrow. Um, and then you had another thing out there with one of the players on the Bengals saying that, well, I hope that Mahomes is 100% because we don't want any excuses after we beat their ass, essentially is what he said. And – I'm I'm not too sure that you really want that dude. I'm not sure that you want 100% Patrick Mahomes because they've beat us three times in a row. And at some point, I don't care how good you are. I don't care how good your roster is, how, how many weapons you have on the offense. At some point, it's going to come to a head. And you are going to have a revenge game. And I hope to God that right now is a time that that's going to happen. But, um, you know, I feel like this is a pick game, but I feel like the Chiefs have the inva- advantage in terms of, you know, are you really going to beat a team four times in a row if you're the Bengals? Uh, I just That'd don't. Be tough. 
I just don't see it happen. I mean, as long as the Chiefs will stick to the run game, that's that's one of the most important things to me. <clears throat> stick to the run game, and that's that's one of the ways that if you want to protect that ankle, we don't we, we don't know how bad that ankle is for Patrick Mahomes, but if you really want to try to protect him, let's stick to the run game. Not in the first half. Let's stick to the run game the entire fucking game. I don't care if you get up 21 to 3 like you did last time around. Don't don't fucking give up. Keep your foot on the gas. Stick to the run game and keep putting up points. Um, but I, I think at some point, you know, you can't beat the best quarterback in the NFL four times in a row. That, a, that's where that, that's that's what it comes to for me. There's a few good points that you brought up. It's about the run game and to start off there because if you guys think about the history between the Bengals and the Browns, um, and the, the Browns have beat them up until this last game, I believe that they had uh, like seven or eight times in a row. Yeah, the Browns were purely dominant against the Bengals. Fact being, the great ground game that they that they carry over there uh, in Cleveland, you know, obviously Nick Chubb is the focal point of that offense, and you know, you got Nick Chubb, you have Kareem Hunt, and the ground games would carry them to those victories. The Chiefs put up five and a half yards per carry in that last game as a team, and yet they got away from that run game so fast. And I feel like maybe that's one of the reasons, you know, Andy Reid maybe doesn't match up great with the Bengals because of the fact he can't help himself but want to throw the ball 40 times a game. Yeah. And so maybe that's a little bit of a problem. Maybe that's kind of a realization that, hey, now that we do have, you know, uh, Kadarius Tony, Miko Hardman on the field at the same time. We have, uh, you know, obviously Pacheco had a great game last week. Let's find ways to have a jet sweeps. Let's find ways to create power. You know, just just find ways to get the run game involved within the offense more than normal. And also in that case, taking some pressure off Patrick to have to sit back there with, you know, the current ankle injury and throw the ball around 40 times a game. I'd rather not do that. I'd rather him take a few shots down the field in a play action situation be able to capitalize on the run game succeeding. And clearly that's the that's the name of the game. That's the goal right there. I mean, that's what the Browns have been doing. Why not copy and paste similar aspect of the of the Browns when we know we have better talent than the Browns do? And we can find ways to win in that same yeah. style of offense. And what do we always say about teams that face <clears throat> Patrick Mahomes? The only way to stop him is to keep him off the field. Well, now we're in a situation where the public believes that Joe Burrow is the second best quarterback in the league. So now we need to start thinking along those same lines is, well, how do you beat Joe Burrow? Keep him off the fucking field. How do you keep him off the field? Establish the running game and stick with the running game. And I do have good news for you guys. That's true. So speaking of pressure real quick. So the starting left tackle in this game for the Bengals has one career start to his name. to so this point in his career, and we all know playoff Frank Clark, we know when playoffs hit, he's top five all time. Easy. As a pass yeah. rusher. And he is. <laughs> we laugh. I don't know why, because he didn't do shit in the regular season. Top five season. all time as a pass rusher in the playoffs. Let's go. And facing off a left tackle with one career start to his name. So, I mean, there's no reason if we can, you know, Again, hell, hell we, move Chris Jones over there. Move Chris Jones the outsider for a few plays and see if he gets sacked. <laughs> That's the issue. Though. We've seen this before, right? Each Bengals team, I feel like the offensive line has either been hurt or it's been horrible. And we still can't create pressure. There's no excuse at this point to not create pressure let's, against them. Let's hit the comments here real quick here. Uh, we got a list. Uh, Carlos is here. He says, I'm I'm here giving uh, – here saying here nobody's giving the best player no credit. Talk about Mahomes. Uh, he says, Mother Nature Snow slowed the Bills' defense and helped Burrow get more done than usual. 
Bodkins over here out saying, y'all keep Joey B off the field. He'll carve you up. Bengals D is very underrated. Well, they the people are right now comparing Joey, Joey B to Tom Brady because of the style of quarterback play he yeah. uses, which means he, he does rely on checkdowns. He can also – he's a pocket quarterback. He's not a big scrambler necessarily. But I, I think he's efficient in the passing game he's, and playing in the pocket. Yeah, remember too. He also, actually, he's T. Higgins and Jamar. That's why I say he has weapons. Whereas like Tom, Tom Brady early on had Troy Brown and Dion Branch. Dion, and Dion Branch, Branch. yeah. <laughs> uh, Carlos out here saying, "By the way, I keep telling you the Bills are pretenders." You did, you did, Carlos. Uh, uh, we'll catch up with you later on this year. Uh, Chiefs better score twenty-seven points, or they're going to lose this game. That's from Carlos as well. I, I feel like it does have to be a, a big scoring game. Bodkin's out here saying a little nervous that the Bengals are chirping and everyone's picking the Bengals. The public is on the Bengals. Just keep that in mind as we get closer. I'm a fan of that. I like it. I like uh, it. I don't mind. It doesn't bother me at all. Before I we get to the twofold question, I got two more comments here. Carlos said Dolphins lost seven in a row. Anything is possible. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll uh we'll call that a sweep in basketball Bengals four and oh. <laughs> Yeah. I, so, hey, here's the thing. You can't go down 0-4 against the Bengals if you're the Chiefs. No, you can't. Um, it, it just can't happen. I mean, especially to go to the Super Bowl again, because then you're looking at Burrow going to back-to-back Super Bowls. Now, I, depending on who goes on the NFC side, I mean, we don't know what's going to happen yet, but I just I don't think you can allow that to happen if you're Mahomes, because then everyone in this entire world will be talking about how just – how Burrow's the best in the NFL now. He's the number one quarterback. And, the and Burrowhead becomes a reality, not just like sure. bulletin board material. Sure. It that'd becomes be, a reality. That'd be what, right. two AFC title games yeah. in Arrowhead? Right. All right. You can't let it happen. You can't do it. Too full with the interesting question here. He wants to know if you could bring back one ex chief for this game only in condition of the prime, who would you ask? One ex chief for this game only. Yeah. Oh, these are good questions. I like questions like yeah, that. I, I got to go with my gut instinct, which is something that I didn't do on our parlay last weekend for the buffoon bet. But <laughs> I'm going to go with Andre Risen just because he's a big baller. And I feel like he's a guy that can make big game plays and big game situations. It's an interesting choice to go with Andre <laughs> Risen. It's an interesting choice. <laughs> Yeah, to go with Andre is a pretty interesting choice. I don't know what to think of that, actually. <laughs> that is not I what I expected. To come well, out. I would have thought, like, you, about Derek Alexander. To be fair, I mean, like, I don't know. I, 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 go that route. I, I felt sorry for him because Tupac allegedly stole his girlfriend. So Wait. I felt sorry for the guy. I got to give him some props out here. Just get Snoop Minutes. You don't want Otis Taylor, maybe, or something? Like, <laughs> hey, I do like this, no, this Facebook Andre user. Rice. Or no, uh, Willie. No, sorry, not Facebook user. Uh, we have Willie Rofe up there on the board. I like that quite a bit because that would be a huge upgrade over Orlando Brown in the pass blocking department. So I do like that. Um, Second choice would be uh, Len Dawson because no. if uh, what are you going to do with Len Dawson? Well, his ankle is fucked up. Who dude. gives a shit? He needs a good backup no. quarterback. God damn. Okay. <laughs> I, I like the Derek, the Derek Thomas pick is a good one. Thomas, yeah. Tony, Thomas Gonzalez. Tony Gonzalez. It was a better, better tight end than he wants that Travis double Kelsey. tight end combo. I'm, a, um, I'm better. I'm, I'm okay with that more than I am rising. You guys went off the rails with this time. No, so what okay, here's what I'm gonna do. Wrong with you. So because this player was a better, and I, I mean this, he was a better all around player than Derek Thomas. Oh, yes. I'd, I'd probably go. Can I go with an in the prime? Yeah, an in, in the prime. In just, the prime. In the prime. Justin Houston. Give me like that. Give me that 22 sack Justin Houston. 
lined up opposite of Frank Clark and you know Chris Jones in the middle. Oh, in their prime. I didn't know we were going with that. I gotta well, go. This, with, this sounds like a fantasy situation. I gotta bro. go with Derek Thomas then. Fuck that. <laughs> well, you're going in no, their prime. Derek's, Derek's, a, Derek's a great pick. I want to rough some people up. Say, I, I want a guy who can stop the run too, which Justin Houston could do that. So I like Justin just to be the run stopper and at 22 sack JT or JH JT. <laughs> I want to be on the field. Understood. Too. Understood. So that, that's probably what I would go with, I guess. Or maybe, maybe let's go Jared Allen. Go Jared Allen. Yeah, I like it. Okay. It was fun. Yeah, I was thinking, I was trying to think somebody not on the that would be on the line essentially. So I would go DJ yeah, in this one. DJ's a good a DJ one. DJ Nick Ooh, Bolt like combo. Too, dude. Like that, like, and be able to help Nick Bolton for out for a game on a little. Nobody said little Jamal Charles. Too. You guys never no, said Jamal Charles. Sense. It doesn't make any sense. So what about like so corners? Maybe corners need some help against these great receivers of of Chase and T Higgins. Dale Dale Bring Carter. Bring back Dale Carter. Hell yeah. Uh, maybe a James yeah. Hasty. Maybe James Hasty because he was so physical. In, you know, in bringing yeah, those kind of guys. Granted, it was for only about a year. Um, just being the playing with the newer players. I would take I would take the the yearly prime guy the one year guy Marcus Cooper. What I take Cooper? Oh, in the corner. Don't piss what Mike the fuck off are you like talking that. About? He had one good year, and that's what the year. That's what I'm. What the hell is wrong? You thought his good year was worthy of being <laughs> the choice to have one player on this team over Trent McDuffie? God damn you! Oh, thank you. Gosh, that's awful. You just pissed him Who, off. He shit the bed. Who would you want? He just shit the bed. He shut the bed. Give me Brandon dude. Flowers. Give me Brandon Carr. You know, give me. Oh, well, sorry not to be. Obvious. Give me Mighty Mouse. Give me try Mighty not Mouse. To be I'll take Mark McMillan. Give me Mark take, McMillan. Uh, uh, what's his face with the 49ers? Um, that's with the 49ers now. Ward. Yeah. It was just on Ward? our team two years ago. Would you take Ward? In his... Over everyone else in this Over in this Mick history. And... No, I'm good. I'm good. I'll take. Wow. Hey, I want. The question is about the history of the team. I. You know, Duran Cherry could be out there, but you know, in the primary, Barry wouldn't be too bad either because you know the guy can make some plays here and there. I want so. I want to establish the running game. I'm going with Christian Okoye. I think we've thrown out like a thousand names by now. Well, you guys heard Probably mine not. because I I want an all well-rounded player. <laughs> Nick Lowry, I'll take I, Nick oh, Lowry. No, we could go Ty Nick Law. Lowry. I'm gonna say Ty Law. We could go Ty Law in I his like prime. The Ty Law then. pick. No, uh, who was on their in their prime while they were a chief? Yeah, that's my point. Of while being the chief. So Nick yeah. Lowry used to make his extra points at least. <laughs> Nick Lowry, Harrison Bucker yeah. combo, get that forty plus yards for Bucker and within the forty. To right, got Lowry. Yeah, Nick Lowry. We could go, do the we extra could go way points. back. We got Johnny Robinson. You go go way back in the sixties, oh, right there did. for you. I can't he, go back that far. Dude. I think he leads the team all time in interceptions. So I mean, that'd be great to get some turnovers. <laughs> you know, out maybe Carlos Carson. Yeah, I don't really know what he would do with his team at this point. Carlos Carson, I don't really know that he would help a lot because the athletes on this roster are probably better than he was. So. He would help out if somebody had a sprained dick. I don't know what that means. Well, would you? What about <laughs> left tackle? Yeah, w- Willie Rofe. I think that was a Rofe, great. That was Rofe a great idea because of the situation with Mahomes. It would give Mahomes more time. And uh, yeah, because Willie Rofe is my favorite left tackle of all time. Okay. The guy was amazing, incredible. I mean, Trent Green was a statue back there, and yet he had all day. To, to get rid of that damn ball. I don't know. I'd probably Dallas. go. I'd probably go with Tony Gonzalez and just put the two tight ends set out there. I mean, that That'd would be, be a sick combo for Mahomes to have. Uh, to have a Tony G in his prime and a Travis Kelsey the way he is right now in his prime, like that would be a pretty sick combo. Like, who would you cover? You couldn't. You couldn't. Well, you'd cover the lesser, which is Tony Gonzalez. You sure? 
Yeah, I'm very sure. No, they have to stop Jarek McKinnon before they do that shit. <laughs> Got to stop. Whatever. Jarek My McKinnon. pick was Justin Houston in his prime. So I'm going. Give me DJ. that. What year would that have been for Houston? 2014. Okay. What, what about the guy you drooled all over, Eric Berry? Yeah, Eric Berry. Would you bring him in too? over Justin Reed and? Uh, uh, well, Cook I mean, and all those guys in the past, we've used a, we've used a lot of three safety sets. So okay. I would I would take Eric Berry mixed in there with Reed and and Thornhill because Thornhill's not had a bad year by any means. But we Carl, all made we all made ten picks. That that was a Car- great. Carlos segment. was really yeah. surprised. Nobody picked Joe Montana. We all made ten fucking picks. That was yeah. Uh, no no Joe Montana, who is the fourth best quarterback in Chiefs history. So congratulations on that. that entire segment was a complete disaster. Well done, guys. I made my pick like a normal person. So I don't know what the hell you guys are talking you started about. started so. with your Andre Risen. <laughs> I didn't start anything, dude. Well, we, okay. He should, was a big baller back in the day. You can't deny that. Should we, should we make our, our, our actual official pick for this game? Yeah. So sure. we'll, we'll do this. We'll talk at Eagles and 49ers coming up in a second then. So. Tanner, start us off. Oh, you, of course, you would start with me. Well, I, you're the one running the All right. screen. All right. So, do you wait? Do we want to do the bets or just to pick them? Uh, just pick them for now because we have easy money bets coming up after the selections of the, of the games. All right. Going Chiefs, and I'm going. Uh, if Chiefs are going to win this, they're going to put them away. So I'm going to go 35 to 27. That's pretty okay. much a put him away game. All right, all right. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. That's fair. What do you got, JG? Well, you guys know how I roll, and uh, I'm not going to let you down on this one. So I'm sort of the uh, anti-hero. Shout out Taylor Swift. I'm going to go with the Bengals in this game because they're on fire right now, dude, and I don't really give a shit how cocky they are, man. They've got what it takes to back it up. So I'm going to take the Bengals. Let's do 31 to 28 um, because I have another choice. You guys would kill me if I, I picked the Chi. You would fucking murder my ass. Yes. So I am going with the Bengals. So you're, going, you're going with another three-point victory for the Bengals. Another three-point You're saying is, not only four wins in a row, but four three-point victories in a row. You, know, you guys know the reasons. kicker, McPherson. The kicker, McPherson, is too damn good. You know, Burrow is too damn good. Second-best quarterback league. He's trying to become the best quarterback in the league, right? Because he's got to be pissed off, right? So, you know, I don't care about the offensive linemen of the Bengals. That He's going to let go of the ball, get rid of it quick. Um, and like I said, he's been there and done that. You know, he's won a game in, in Burrowhead before, so let him do it again. It's not that difficult. So I'm going with the Bengals by three, and um, you guys can thank me later. All right, well. Um, I like hearing you guys' opinions on that. I the over under right now, I think it's sitting at 47, I believe, is what I last saw, which seems really low to me. But, um, anyways, 46 and a half. Whoa, that is 47 crazy. and 46. I'm starting to go down to 46 and a half. Well, okay, here's my thing, guys. I told you a few minutes ago how confident I feel right now, based on what we've seen today and based on reports from Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, and you know, letting us know the whole team is basically. 98% healthy um, is just huge news to me because that is not something we've had against the Bengals this previous time and back in week 13. And so to me, I'm looking at the situation and I'm feeling confident. I'm feeling confident in the fact that, you know, the, the Chiefs are sitting back, letting the Bengals do all their smack talk 
letting him, you know, get all hyped up watching Eli Apple do his stupid ass dance he was doing uh, <laughs> on the on the sidelines over there while Mike Hillen was talking his trash. And um, you know, I I can't wait for this to happen. I can't wait for this unfold because the Chiefs are going to win the turnover battle this time. The Chiefs are going to take care of the ball. We're not going to have some some idiot back there muffing the punts. Nope. This time. Chiefs have learned their lessons. The Chiefs have learned more in their losses than any other team has this year. They've figured out ways what's going to work and what's not going to work. They've figured out the fact that Mike Dana knows how to rush from the inside. Whenever Turk Wharton was out for the year, they go, how do we fix this damn problem? Boom, right away, Dana was immediately part of that inside pass rush. You know, things like that, small things like that are the team learning about itself as the season goes on. And if there's one thing this team does is it self-analyzes. And it self-reflects as the year goes on. And that's one of the best traits Andy Reid has as a head coach. And so with that said, I feel great about this situation. I feel great about learning from the mistakes. I feel great about the fact that Chiefs are going to win this thing by 10 points or more. Is what I'm going to say right now. They're going to take care of business. And Andy has something to prove. And we all know how you know weak Andy Reid is. We know when it, when I say weak, I mean soft in regards to wanting to really put opponents out, really getting that lead and freaking choking them to death. Well, he's got all the reasons in the world right now to make that a reality, to to fix that. And you, you're going to see the uh, the rage of Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. You're going to see Petty Lavon out there throwing that ball. And so that's why I say the Chiefs take care of business in this. And I, I'm saying this, yes, there's some bias in my heart. But I'm saying this also no. with conviction of this is what I truly believe because of all the factors I've taken into account here. Well, 21 to 3 is a good enough reason to not take your foot off the gas. That's all I have to say. Right. But, Tanner, quick question for you. If Mahomes goes out midway through the first quarter and Chad Henney plays the rest of the game, you think Chiefs have a chance? I think Bengals finish him off. Yeah. If that's the case. If it's that early in the game, Chad Henney looked pretty good. Chad Henney looked pretty good. In that it's Henney with the starters, but you can only do so much. Like if it was give me half, I'd say the Chiefs stand the chance. But if we're going out in the first quarter, it, it ain't it ain't a good sign. Not a good sign. I'm not concerned about the ankle injury to Patrick Mahomes. I'm not. I want to say that one more time. I'm just throwing out hypotheticals. No. Uh, real quick here, we're gonna got a few more comments here. Uh, Jason, you call that a disaster? <laughs> Just spent five minutes on dick sprains. <laughs> That's an accomplishment, dude. That's not a disaster. Like, like that. That was one of the, the greatest accomplishments ever. It was a good topic on the show. Rising, I mean, Rising was a baller in Atlanta. He was. And we haven't even made it to the buffoon topic yet. <laughs> yeah. that, that's the wonderful thing. You guys get a bonus buffoon topic on this show because we haven't made it there yet. So, we got to cover Eagles first. So, that whole thing <laughs> happened organically, so, so I hope you appreciate that so and shove it up your ass. Tufel doesn't know the whole behind-the-scenes things, but he has take that shirt away from him and the liquor because he's clearly intoxicated. Well, he might be. I don't know what you're up to or what you're trying to do, but we, you know, do your thing. That's all Carlos, I can say about Carlos it. Carlos says 27-24 Chiefs let uh, Bengals come back, so... Like Bengals for him. I just thought that where's Chad, my boo this man, Chip? <laughs> Chad Henney did a great job in that fucking game. That's all. That's all I'm throwing out. There, he did man. good enough. Oh, short. He did a good job. 
Chiefs have the ton of young guys with that little experience, uh, but they got enough vets to be able to counteract that. I'm not too worried about the youth that we that we brought in. <clears throat> the Bengals know how important this time is. Well, so do the Chiefs. Uh, Saunders has stepped up too, big time. Oh, yeah. Colin Saunders is the man. Can Kelsey carry the Chiefs in third down situations? Well, he has already. I mean, what do you can he? What do you can't? What do you mean can he? He's done it like his That's whole all career. He's done. I mean, he's pretty good at it. <laughs> the, the playoff average for Kelsey is eight catches for a hundred and one touchdown. That's yeah. his average. That's the average. Yeah. And That's that hundred and one yards and a touchdown is that you said? That's his playoff average for his yeah. career. You right. know how fucking sick that is. Oh, uh, right. That's I mean, fucking he, ridiculous. He's on pace to to beat Jerry Rice. For yeah. playoff numbers, yeah, yeah, he's not fighting with tight end records. Yeah. It's he's he's fighting with receivers. the best receiver the of goat. all time. The goat. <laughs> uh, Tufel says, "Bring us the Kelsey Bull. It's what the world needs and wants." Uh, and then Carlos says, "Mahomes is not getting it done. This is going to be a long game." I ain't worried about Mahomes, Carlos. I ain't worried yeah, about like it. I, like I told you guys, I, I've said it a bunch of times, but we'll we'll be fine. Mahomes is fine, and uh, there's there's not a lot to worry about. Yes, will he be less mobile? Probably less mobile, but I, I will take a 90% Mahomes over anything else and be happy with that. And maybe maybe he can't scramble as much as normal, but we will find ways to work around that if needed. So I mean, I feel if, not if, worried about it. If he is less mobile, it's by choice, and, and he's going to work around the game plan. I feel like the well, game plan right. is going to try they're... to make him less mobile, but if he needs to be more mobile – like I feel like he he's able to make it. You happen. can you can implement preservation in the game plan too, where you create plays that preserve him having to to scramble around more. You get to that third and fourth quarter of the game, then all bets are off. You know, at that point, you know he'll he'll be sawing off that ankle to be to be hobbling if he needs to, whatever. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, so it doesn't really matter. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> at the end of the day, these guys know that after this game they have two weeks off, and so for them it's all or nothing. And those two those two weeks. You can heal up. Those will be huge. You can heal up after those two weeks. Those will be huge. So for, for now, for this for this one moment, make your plays. You're getting a hard on for those two weeks, aren't you? Those what do you mean those two you're, weeks? You're getting a hard on for two weeks of two no weeks football. You're getting a hard on for that? No, for Mahomes to heal up to be hundred percent. Well, he's already he's already fine. <laughs> but he will be hundred percent by the time the Super Bowl rolls around. So guys, all right. We we've spent a lot of time on this game, and I think you all know how we feel about it. Um, let's dive in for a few minutes here about the Eagles and 49ers. Oh shit. There's another game. happening. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Believe it or not. We're not Didn't the only learn. teams in the, this is not the super bowl. We, we have to wait. Shit. We have to wait. We have to, we have, we have to be fair. They are the two best teams in the NFL, so it should be the super bowl. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that statement. You just said, because I believe that there's a team playing in the NFC championship. That is the second best team in the NFL. Um, so Brock Purdy. Well, and that's probably how you feel about it. But, <laughs> guys, so, I mean, going into this game, obviously, I mean, we got Jason Kelsey on one side. We got the Kelsey Bowl potentially going to happen. In the Kelsey Bowl. We'll see about that. But, um, you know, are we are we surprised at this point about the, the outcome of, of seeing Brock Purdy to this point against the NFC's no. best team all season long? I, I still state Jimmy G, if he's, in, if he's a starter the entire way, like if he doesn't get hurt, you don't see 49ers in this situation at all. The, the Jimmy G is like Brock Purdy light, dude. All he does is win. You don't so see they, them. In he this started situation. out his career. He started out his career the same see, way Brock Purdy. You don't see them in this situation. He's like seven, seven and zero or nine and zero, whatever the hell those guys are. They they start out winning. That's all I want to say. I agree with Tanner on this because I, I Jimmy G 
is not as talented with the arm as Purdy is. Did he not start out his career like seven and zero, just like Brock Purdy? They start sure, out the I'm exact not, same I, way. I know. I don't I care. He's had great coaches. What does he yes. look like? Jimmy G <laughs> had Bill Belichick and then Kyle Shanahan. Okay. Brock Purdy has Kyle Shanahan. You know like, how I feel about Kyle Shanahan, the 49ers system. You guys know I love that shot. You guys know yes. I think that it's badass. You guys know I think you plug in just by anybody and they're going to have success. That's why I want Tom Brady to go there next year, but it's, it's not going to happen, I no. don't think, at this point. No. But so with that said, I mean, I agree with what Tanner said, though, about Garoppolo would have made more mistakes than what Brock Purdy's done because Purdy is actually playing mistake-free football as well as making plays when they're needed. And that's something that's pretty awesome to see for a seventh-round rookie to watch that unfold. But, I mean, I am shocked. I didn't – I didn't. You know, no one going into this year was going to go, oh, yeah, let's uh, have Brock Purdy lead the team to, <laughs> to a postseason run. You know, this isn't like the, the Colin Kaepernick run where all of a sudden everyone was caught off guard by his style of play, it felt like. And, you know, next thing you know, they're in the Super Bowl. Like, it's, it's not that same situation. This guy's just playing really efficiently. And it's, it's he's playing extremely maturely. And if you see his post-game interviews, even his whole demeanor is extremely mature for, you know, where he came from and and his age, of course. He's a so, superstar. He's going to be um, a superstar. I mean, at this point, it seems like he's going to be pretty good. I'll give you that guys that much. But um, I, I also don't want to take away from the fact that the Eagles are talented as hell. They are. And I love <sighs> – and they're healthy. The way A.J. Brown played this part. year. A.J. Brown, you know, the Titans let him go in a trade. A.J. Brown's like, hey, good. Now I have a great quarterback to toss me the ball. And Jalen Hurts has put up amazing numbers when he's been healthy on the ground and in the air. Efficient numbers, too. Something that's, that surprised me in the beginning of the season, especially for fantasy's sake. Um, you know, I was caught off guard by that. But Devontae Smith, of course, has had a, a, a solid year, too, now in that system. Even Miles Sanders has finally – found a way to become an effective running back in this league and was putting up solid touchdown numbers for a good portion of the season. So going into this game now, I mean, you got the, you got a great offense with the Eagles versus the number one defense in the league, right? With the 49ers. Um, I think they've allowed 16.8 or nine points per game, something like that. Oh, you want that points per game? 16.3 49ers. Even better. Best in the league. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, you you got exactly what you want from the NFC side of things. So, what are you guys' thoughts? I mean, is is this going to be a game where the you know Purdy can overcome the obstacles? Because when's the last time a rookie quarterback went to the Super Bowl? When was the last time? I'm I'm, I'm 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 seriously asking because I don't know that it's ever happened. I don't. I'm pretty At least sure off the top never. of my head, it's never happened. Pretty sure it's never. Tanner's going to look that up real quick. But the the way I see this game right now is like you got two. Top five defenses, and to me, the defense is a wash. Um, Kyle Shanahan, I believe, has more experience as a coach, and so I, I trust Kyle Shanahan a little bit more than I trust Nick Sirianni. I've got a little bit of a problem in terms of Nick Sirianni coming out and saying that Jalen Hurts is Michael Jordan on the field. Okay, so I'm a big-time NBA fan. And when you come out and say that a player in any sport is Michael mm-hmm. Jordan, you, you got a big fucking problem, dude. And if you're going to write that fucking check, you better be able to cash it. And Nick Sirianni has been talking a lot of shit over the course of this year. And um, I, I'm going to take the Niners in this game. Now, a part of this is like I picked the Niners to make it to the Super Bowl in the preseason. Um 
I thought it was going to be Niners versus Chiefs. So I'm not going to come off of the Niners in this situation here. Um, I do believe in Kyle Shanahan. I don't feel the need to believe in Brock Purdy necessarily. I just think that Kyle Shanahan um, is a little bit more seasoned coach in this situation. Um, so I will go with the Niners here, but I have a huge problem uh, with – uh, his coach, Jalen Hurts coach, come out and say, oh, this guy's fucking Jordan. Well, you know, we, we've we never even had a comp in the NBA, dude, let alone the NFL. So I, I feel like that's he's he's written a check that he's not going to be able to cash in this game. Yeah, it's big words. I totally agree with you on as far as the Jordan comparison. But at the same time, and there's there's been other GMs in the past have compared Deshaun Watson to Michael Jordan. There was a there was a time period where the Clemson head coach said if you pass on Deshaun Watson, you're basically passing on Michael Jordan. And exactly. And now where is Deshaun Watson right now? Did he accomplish well, anything? I well, mean, he accomplished I mean, a lot actually in a, a hidden room off the- in a nondescript <laughs> building. He did probably accomplish a lot, but not on the fucking football field. Sure, sure. And then there might have been some dick sprains involved in that too. Who knows? I mean, we'll never know. We'll have to ask him one day. But so I mean just talking about, so you obviously picked the 49ers, as you just said, right? I'm going to go with the Niners in this game. You got the Niners to, to beat the Eagles in this situation. So, Tanner, do you feel the same way? Because I, I think that you're a big A.J. Brown fan. You think he's a guy that can take over games at times. I obviously didn't select him in fantasy. Dallas, Dallas Goddard's also a big part of that team, right? He's a great tight end. Big tight end. Um, I, <laughs> I I just think I, I feel like the fact that this team is essentially top five in both offense and defense is what's going to propel them forward into this game and get them to victory. And I think the Niners at this, at this point, I, I just feel like you're going to run into trouble at some point if you're Brock Purdy. And he's done a phenomenal job of taking her in the ball and everything. And they have some, they have some supreme players on the offensive side of the ball too. Just like the Eagles. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuels had a, had a great you know career with so far with the Niners. George Kittle has his games where he comes into his own. Um, you know, all the talent around you to succeed if you're a young rookie quarterback like Purdy. Yeah. Um, I, I just I can't help but feel the fact that I think that the Eagles are, at the end of the day, the more well-rounded team. And I don't know why I feel that way. And I wish I could be more detailed for you guys. But um, I have been envisioning the Kelsey Bowl from day one of this entire season. You're obsessed with the Kelsey. Kelsey and Bowl. the Kelsey Bowl makes sense to me. And I, that's why I believe the Eagles get a win here. I'll get the, into that in a minute here. By the way, your uh, Super Bowl question of the rookie quarterbacks? Never. Never. Okay. There's been five that have been close. Roethlisberger in 04. Joe Flacco in 08. Uh, Mark Sanchez in 09. He was close, right? Uh, Twice. And then Dieter Brock <laughs> back in 1985. Hold on. Who was that last one? Dieter Brock. Where's that? Where's it at? Los Angeles Rams. Oh, are you reading off a list? I'm reading off a list. I was reading the comments. For, I was no. like, I don't see it on there. <laughs> Not reading off the comments. So we we see this in sports a lot. When you say something has never happened, Pat Hayden we we automatically one. come to the assumption that it never will, and that's the exact moment that it usually happens. So that's it, it's not a big deal to me. Like I, if Brock Purdy makes it to the Super Bowl, that's not a big deal. I mean, he had a great coach, great fucking roster. It's it's not a big accomplishment for me. Yeah, it's the first time in history, but I'm not going to be shocked if it happens. He's got, he's got the ideal team around yeah. him. You know, for if you're a young quarterback like Purdy, you have the perfect situation for that to happen. So I will at least say that the 
the platforms laid out for them right in front of them that you can succeed with all this around you with having the best defense mixed with all these playmakers on offense. It's like, it's gonna be hard to fail. This, this is better than what Mark, Mark Sanchez had back in 09. So um, just kind of throw that out there, I guess. I, I think where you're coming from, Mike, the reason you kind of feel confident is just because of the way the Eagles do compare against this team. Offensively, they lead in points per game by three spots. They're up by two games, total yards per game. Um, and then if you look on the defensive side, the Eagles are number two uh, in total yards against per game, along with the first overall passing yards against per game. So they're a very tough team still on defense. This is a very defensive game coming into well, That's this. what I say. I think, I think the Eagles are the more complete team if you look at both offense, defense, everything combined. But it's close, guys. This it's, is not this is not an easy pick. Look, by th- any this is this is by far a really hard pick, just for the fact that you know San Francisco has all these other guys around Purdy that's been able to do successfully. Keep keep him in mind. At the same time, the Eagles have struggled against games they shouldn't have, even with Jalen Hurts healthy. Uh, you know the Arizona game, the Chicago game, uh, late in the season, Jalen Hurts. You know he's coming off the shoulder. He says he's fine and everything like that, but. You know, he looked really good against that Giants team. That's the only thing that's keeping me from picking San Francisco here. It's just the way they looked against a pretty good Giants defense. I think the one factor we might run into comparing the two teams, I do feel like the 49ers are more physical than the Eagles. And when it comes down to that third and fourth quarter situational football, um, that's where you could see the Niners start to pull away if it goes that route. Um, we, we've obviously seen Christian McCaffrey have a huge impact. He's in, he's in a perfect situation now being with the 49ers, and they've lost one game since they played the Chiefs, which the Chiefs put up 43 points in that game, at 43, 44 points, whatever, in that game. Uh, McCaffrey did play in that game, but it was before he was fully integrated Correct. into the offense. Correct. And so ever since then, I think they've lost one game since that Chiefs game. Correct. At some point, I Wait, can't remember. No, 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 have they no. lost any games? The Chiefs Chiefs game was, was the one game. Was there a last game? Yes. So looking oh. at the schedule here, the last loss they had, they had an Atlanta loss, and then they had the KC loss. And then since then, it's been a cakewalk just beating teams. Like there's no games that are necessary. Las Vegas was a close game for whatever reason, just one of those freak games. Outside of that, there's no close games for this San Francisco team. And if you look too at their stats here, I'll pull it back up here. Um, the two or the three spots that's dramatically different between these three or two teams is going to be your passing yards against per game, which the Eagles lead first, San Francisco's 20th, the rushing or the rushing yards against per game, San Francisco's second, the Eagles are 16th. Um, and then your time of possession per game, third best is the San Francisco 49ers. Meanwhile, the 11th best is your Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, my my whole thing here is like, where's the damn upsets? Like every year in the playoffs, you got some huge upsets in the NFL playoffs, and right now you're looking at Chiefs or minus or Cincinnati's minus one. So the Chiefs are a dog right now. That line is moving all over the fucking plays. It's going back and forth. Cincinnati's minus one, and then Philadelphia's minus two and a half. At some point this year, we need to see some upsets. And but, like, but you're, you're now calling for what is it, the four seed versus the three seed? Am I gathering that I right? I think so. But that's how weird. That's how weird it is. That's how weird this year has been, where the the higher seeds, all of a sudden, in terms of the Chiefs, have become the dog. And it's like at one point, at what point do you start seeing upsets? 
you know, I, I expected to see an upset at least up until now in the playoffs. Like, well, part of the problem, upset, upset. part of the problem, Jason, was the Dolphins had Skylar Thompson playing and the Ravens had Anthony Brown and whatever else playing Anthony over there. Brian. There it would is. there would have been an upset in That's that true. round. That's if true. Not for those but again, at some point it happens. You're not going to go through the entire year where all of the favorites win They've done all the it. way to the fucking championship. It, yeah, happens. it happens all the time, yeah. but if it doesn't happen like all the time, like certainly didn't happen last year. I'm just saying it, it happens all the time though. It does happen. It doesn't mean it like it needs to not happen. I would say I feel like uh, San Francisco, if I want to bet on a dog, like San Francisco is the, I well, would bet on that damn dog because they should, to me, they should be the favorite. You guys will like my easy money pick because it is a parlay. But I'll tell you guys about that here in a few minutes. It's happened five times since 2009. We're both one seed split. Right. So that's what I mean. It happens yeah. all the time. Yeah. You know, you get two one seeds playing. Uh, so I, my official pick, since guys. 2009. I mean, that's been fucking 14 years, my, dude. My, my, my official pick here is I'm going with the team that's been the most consistent through the end of the season, who's the healthiest, who's the, the top defense here. I'm going San Francisco to win this game. It ain't gonna be pretty. I'm gonna, thank you. So I'm gonna be rooting for the Philly, Philly, but I really do think the 49ers prevail and win this game, just for the fact that Philadelphia has played in, I think it's five, uh, one-score games within the last uh, eight weeks of the NFL season versus San Francisco has played in two. So I'm going San Francisco to win this game for the upset. So you went right. for two upsets. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Technically, that's yeah. what I'm saying. We're due. Yeah. We're due for a couple of upsets. Those are two upsets, huh? All right, I get you guys. All right, behind. So you know. I know, I know. I get it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm pick. Well, Kyle Shanahan's a great coach, in my opinion. So, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I got it. I got it. Either way, like it's Nick Sirianni. Be interesting fun. though. If you're, if you're, if you're Andy Reid, if it comes down to the Chiefs and Eagles, you're facing not only your your old team but also your former coach too. Once again, this like already they faced Doug Peterson. Uh, with Jacksonville, so um, yeah, I mean, we'll just we'll see how things yeah, it, play it's, out. It's going to be. I, I really do think that this Eagles Forty uh, ers game is going to be a blast to watch. Yeah, stay tuned for my my parlay. You guys will like this one. It's really good this time. And I, you guys have known I've done great on my easy money picks all all year long. All but... right, let me catch up here on comments here because we went at it. Uh, so two flats. The Eagles are impressive. Talent everywhere. Cohesion. Great team. I think they handle Kittle's dickhead shaped helmet in the rest of the 49ers. <laughs> it is kind of dickhead shaped. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, Carlos says pretty looks good, but the San Francisco defensive side is what carries the team. I'm I'm way on the other side of the Shanahan system. So the you face, are Facebook Carlos. Use, you Carlo, hate that Shanahan so Carlos system. doesn't like Shanahan's system. He hates Shanahan's system. That's weird. I don't know. I don't know anyone who doesn't like Shanahan's system. Meet Carlos. <laughs> is that the same guy that doesn't like dickheaded helmets, or is that no, a no, that's a different one. That's a different <laughs> one. Uh, I'm sure McVeigh is upset that playbook didn't work out. <laughs> Eagles uh, average what 30 plus in offense. Uh, there, I could actually tell you, I still got it up here. Their average uh, 28.1, third best in the league uh, for that. No rookies, QB. Thank you to a full. Sorry, I didn't look at the comments there. Um, Carlos wants to know who's Michael Jordan. And don't never tell, heard of don't him. tell him, Jason. Never don't heard of him. him. Never heard of him. Uh, Sirianni is helping players step up and step up and have Pippen, Grant, and Paxson with them too. Uh, and then Watson and Kraft just like to keep it loose and have their massages. 
Oh, Michael Jordan is that guy that sells knockoff shoes at the flea market. Never heard of him. <laughs> Never heard of him. That's great. Well, Tanner, Jason and I were talking a little bit ago, and we had a question for you, actually. Oh, yeah? Um, but we want to talk about what's your statue of limitations when you're, when you're regarding dining atmospheres? Well, yeah. we had we had a little bit of an issue tonight, so we had I mean, to. What are you talking about? We were trying to pay our tab, right, at yeah. a place uh, I'm not going to talk about right now. Yeah, we're trying to pay our tab, and we had to wait about ten to fifteen minutes for the bartender to bring us our tab, which isn't anything crazy. I mean, I, I've, crazy. I've seen worse, experienced worse. We all we all yeah. have, right? Yeah, yeah, we all like to work with them when they're having right. a rough night or what have you. Right. So we're not complaining about that part. So, but what, what's the well, the question at that point began. We started talking about like I'm sure you did. At, at what like, point we thought about you specifically, Tanner? At what point do you decide to say, "Fuck the check," and you you dash your ass out of there? And you're not paying for the for the how, how long do you have to wait for that check to come? What's the statute of limitations, Tanner? I don't know. I guess I never really thought about that. Maybe. Like, I, like if, let's say you're just sitting there. You know, maybe. You maybe you get your kid and your wife. You're just like you're sitting there. I mean, let's maybe 30, 40, 40 minutes goes by. I'd go, I go 40? Maybe, I'd go maybe 35. 35? Wow. I'm surprised. So with 35 minutes. Well, I'd also go but you would out. probably you'd reach out. So let's say you went and you told somebody. Yeah. You you were waiting on your check, and they say, We'll be right with you. How many times and you, you go sit your ass though? back down? Then how much no, longer do you wait after time. that? You tell them two times or just one? Time. Said one, time. one time. One time. <laughs> one time. Wow. If okay. I, if I have to wait another. Do you have a story? Minutes. Do you have a story, Tanner? Or no. has that never popped up in your life? Never had that really happen. Like the longest I've had to wait was 20. For to get a check. Yeah. And that restaurant is no longer in business. So. Uh, right. Okay. So you feel good about stealing from them? No. Well, no, I, I, I got my check, <laughs> but it took 20 minutes. I did not pay. Or anything. No, I do have a. Can I tell the story, Jason, about you real quick? Sure. There's, there's one time you and I were at a fine dining atmosphere, and someone brought a, a beer to put on the rubber mat at the bar, and it, the beer was sitting there on the rubber mat. Oh. And I don't know if you remember this. Oh, or, I do remember that. It was I sitting on that rubber mat for a while, probably 15 minutes. That beer is about to get warm, and it was a tall boy. It was a probably. It, it was, was probably a, a 25. One. It's probably yes. a 25 ounce. Or Never so. let a good beer go to waste. And that's, that's my we thought. sat there together watching this beer sit there, sit there, sit there. The waiter never came by to take it. He sat there on that rubber mat, and it's warm. And it's what, you know what you need? What you you did? Everyone the right? You did the right thing. I took one for the team, and I went over there and I grabbed that beer lightning quick, lightning quick. Oh yeah, nobody quick, ever dude, fucking too. saw me because you came back. And with I chugged it, like, that shit. How did you get that? I chugged that shit like you wouldn't fucking believe, man. And it was free. I got it for free, but I didn't want it to go to waste. So basically, JG slammed that damn beer, took care of business, put it back on the rubber mat. Next thing you know, oh, well, it was somebody else's beer, I guess, that uh, uh, I got drank already. That's some good stuff. But, you know, that was a great experience, a great moment, and kind of the kind of the reverse of what we were talking about, I guess. But I, I, I'm surprised Tanner said what he said. About I am surprised minutes. because I feel like the statute of limitations should be about 45 minutes, which is... Oh. You know, speaking of statutes of limitations, this happened a long time ago. If you guys remember, TGI Fridays used yep. to be in Kansas City. And my friend and I sat there and waited for 45 minutes. And we asked them to bring us the tab. And they never did it. And so we got the fuck well, out of there. Go. We got the fuck out of there. And so I just, I, I was kind of surprised. I thought you, Tanner, would wait longer than 35 minutes. No. 
Whereas I waited 45 minutes because I'm a good citizen. Like, I don't I'll, want I'll anybody patient, to lose their jobs. But if I like if I don't get my, if I have to ask and I still have to wait another like 25, 30 on top of that. Like that's so your thir- you're saying 35 is the statute of limitations yeah. before you can just fucking walk out and yeah. get the hell out of there. Like especially if I say what, what do you think about that, Mike? Is it 35, 45, somewhere in between, or is it less than that? Depends on how much beer I have left in my glass. Like let's say I was wanting to pay, but I still had a full beer. Then at least I I can buy myself well, yeah. some then time. You're buying time. Then right? I'm buying myself time, and like let's see if some more time goes by after my beers. If my beer's been empty for 40 minutes, <laughs> then all it's game over. I mean, I guess fault. they want me to have a free meal. So I mean, that's the way I think about it. So that's yeah. the way I'd go. But I have on accident not paid my tab at a bar, mm. so I've done that once or twice. The bottom line is, is if you tell the fucker, if you tell the fucker that you want your tab, and they make you wait 35 minutes after that, just just leave. Like that, like that's not that's bullshit. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, the good news is I, uh, I did, I did at least come back and pay my my bar tab though. You did come back. Well, I paid it. Yeah, yeah. I, I paid by. I came back and paid it after I realized I didn't pay it. So I did. I did at least. Pay that was it. very noble of you. Good guy, Mike. Good guy, Mike. I know. Well, sometimes you just gotta do what you gotta do. Because also, if you're wanting to go back to that bar, then you probably gotta pay. Yeah, your, you probably want to pay, pay your IOU. We got we got Scott here. Unless up, you wear Scott? unless you wear a mask, then they didn't recognize you. That's hey. Well, that was for 2020 to figure out. Okay. That you should wear a mask, and then they they're not gonna know who you are. Uh, Tufels, uh, sorry here, I'm off here. Tufel says if you travel to Europe, they won't bring the check until you ask for it. So a little bit of info to pocket away. Thanks, <laughs> Is he well, trying that, to tell us? Wait, wait a minute. Dude, that's just what the fuck I said. I, I no said idea. I told them I wanted the check, and then they didn't well, bring it. Yeah, that's right. He's just saying like saying Europe, they won't. They won't. Which bring actually, you. I like that style because I I prefer for me to tell them I'm ready for the check, not ready. to them assume I'm ready to leave because that yeah, sometimes pisses me off. I totally off. agree with that. Uh, Scott Coe says Joey Burrow's coming to town. Who's your daddy? As Nick Hawkins says. Oh, Joe Burrow is my daddy, man. <laughs> We're all for. You know? Uh, Carlos says, in NYC, you just go to the bathroom and dip because that check is coming quick. Uh, he also says, never done it, but it's amazing how fast these guys turn tables. Well, they're probably NYC. used to people like that that'll just oh, die yeah. out there. And dip out there. Uh, Scott also says, the Kansas City Police Department is on the phone looking for that TGI Friday money. So uh, just send them over to the buffet. Well, they're not yeah, looking yeah, for me. TGI Friday's <laughs> money. They're, they're not looking for me because I just witnessed a dine and dash. Or no, Mike. Uh, you Whoa. witnessed he witnessed a dine and dash the no. other night and they well, weren't coming after me they i did i i did one time tanner and i we were watching andrew luck in a bowl yeah at, chili's. we were at some some bar it was chili it was like 54th street grill no it was chili oh maybe it was chili. we were at this bar and it was like me tanner and one other random dude ordering gray goose all freaking night he's getting wasted and he was sitting there by himself we're trying to enjoy this this wonderful stanford versus whoever game with andrew luck playing and then next thing you know, the guy's sitting there, points in the back room. He goes, oh, can you all get paid, bro? And then the, guy, the, the bartender walks in the back. And then Mr. Grey Goose just starts darting, darting out the door. You see his arms Shit. just pumping. That's yeah, amazing. he was. And he so is quick. just out there. He probably racked up 60, 70 bucks worth of, to, of stuff. To. Well, I got I got to tell the commenter, they're not looking for my ass 10 years later. Because <laughs> TGI Fridays, I'm... I'm 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 giving you my age right now. TGI Fridays hadn't been in Kansas City in ten fucking years. It's been least, a long time. So, hey, I used to go uh, there. Oh, it's longer than that. Statute of limitations is seven years. I'm sorry, they're not trying to throw my dick in prison right now. But nice try. <laughs> Thank you for playing, there's, sir. There's other stuff for that, right? 
Uh, Tufel says in that instance, if I ask for it, you got five minutes. I will remind you. If you don't, the third time <laughs> is a warning. Me walking in five, five minutes. It's his statue of limitations. Tufel does. And then uh, he says, you can't forget them Southwest egg rolls and guacamole. Oh, fuck yeah, it. dude. Bring I don't even on. like that at Chili's, man. Give me that. Uh, uh, fuck Chili's. We're talking about TJ Fridays. Oh, I, I, I don't know which place I don't remember about now. TJ Fridays. It was the same shit. Know. Southwest egg rolls. Oh, just, well, I never had that. Same shit. I don't know. I'm glad we got that figured out. We, Moving right we, we were surprised, though. We thought, we you were talking earlier, we thought Tanner would say two hours. We, I thought, thought you would sit there and move five in. Five fucking hours. We thought you would move in. Because he's scared. You'd be scared that you're going to prison if you walk away from there. I got limitations too, guys. I'm not really? just the patient. Yeah. Guys wow, that's guys. amazing. It surprises me. It really does. It's just like I almost so. did the show today without you. I mean, what? No, yeah. we would have walked in on the, with the show and just jumped on the table and started going at it. So don't worry. <laughs> We'd have picked it up right up wherever you were at. So don't worry about that. Speaking of, we got one more thing to get to you guys. Obviously, uh, we have our easy money bet of the week to get to. Uh, Tanner, I don't remember what our picks were last week, to be quite know. honest. Do you, did you have that written? You that. didn't mark down the I easy money. Get the hell is wrong I'm going to assume you. I'm 17 and 5 now. You're like 17 and 16 now. Now? Him? No, you are. I, I'm, wait, 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 I've wait, wait, wait. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> I've only gotten like five games wrong hey. all year. All, you're not keeping track of my shit yet. You're the professional sports better at the table. He has a notebook full of this don't, shit. Don't worry. Don't worry. Guess what? At, at the bye week, the bye week. Who's the professional around we, here? We will, I will he's have, got a whiteboard that I will have, have all the, the playoff bets. summary for the bye week. Okay? Tanner, Before the Super Bowl. You're supposed to be keeping track of it. You had a notebook and now you give up right now in the playoffs? I didn't keep track of the wild card week, so I figured I'd just wait till the bye week. All right. You guys uh, go is, first. This, is, this is awful, awful. He's walking off the seat. He's pissed. He should be keeping track of this shit. You're supposed to be a professional. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's. I'm going to go ahead and assume my pick last week was right, which would put me at 17 and five or whatever for the season. Sure. Maybe 17 and six, something like that. So uh, he goes, yeah. What, Ma- Maury Povich? Here we are. <laughs> uh, this is Maury. Povich. All right. I'm going to go ahead and say mine. And then I'm gonna let you go. And then whenever JG's done pouting, he can come back to his chair and then sip on his on his buzz ball and enjoy himself. Um, so, guys, like I said, mine is a parlay. This is not something I've done at all this entire year, but it's an alternate spread parlay. You're gonna do both games. You're gonna take the Chiefs. Walked off and didn't ask for a check. Huh? <laughs> Just now? Yeah. Carlos. Yeah. Says, Carlos says uh, Jason. Just I don't know walked. that we're encouraging that. No, no but... Jason just said Carlos walked off or uh, Jason walked off with that. Oh, we're going to charge him for this one if he doesn't get back over here. Yeah. So. All right. So what's your what's your parlay? All right, guys, we're taking both games, obviously, in this one. So right here, we're going alternate spreads on both. I like the Chiefs to be plus four on this game. So yeah. take your Chiefs plus four, which is going to put you around like minus 170 or 180 something right now. And then after that, you're going to take your 49ers. And you're going to take them at plus nine and a half or nine, your preference. I'll let you guys pick on that. When you guys put these two as a parlay, you're taking Chiefs plus four, Niners plus nine, nine and a half. You will get even money on that bet. And as you guys know, all year long, I've been encouraging even money bets. That's what I've been basing my picks off of. That's why I'm 17 and five or whatever I'm at now. I love this pick. I love the fact that you got the Chiefs to cover the plus four because the last three games against the Bengals 
have all been decided within three points. And I love the fact that you guys, we sat here, you both enjoyed the 49ers potentially winning this game. Take them at plus nine. Look, this is too good for me. This is too easy, too good. Uh, I love this parlay. So nail it. Get so that even money. You can get put down 500, you're going to win 500. So on FanDuel, you can get plus three and a half at minus 184 or plus four and a half at minus 210 uh, for that. And then can I go to the other game here? No, that's still the Chiefs Bengals. You said what was the 49ers one? Get a get a plus nine on the four on the nine. on the 49ers. Uh, you gotta combine that with the Chiefs at a plus four. So 49ers. these are both alternate spreads, but to put you at even money plus at the end. So a plus eight and a half is five sixty, plus nine and a half is minus six twenty. Well, can you add those two together as a as a parlay too? You want me to just put it you want to put nine and a half or eight and a half? Well, that's the point, is the, the parlay. Nine, nine and a half or eight and a half. Nine. Can you just do a nine? I can't do a nine. You cannot There's do an no even nine. No option for an even nine. All right, I'm getting on DraftKings right now. You guys go ahead. Could we have a little bit of professionalism over there? This guy. I mean, that's ridiculous. Right. He's, I swear. He doesn't know. How to, look, he's a professional sports better, but yeah, I can't make You can't make an alternate spread with those. Self-professed. Yes, you can, Tanner. I did it earlier. Not on FanDuel. Self-professed I'm on professional DraftKings. sports I'm not better. On right over here. Goodness Kill gracious. Me. You're a professional gambler in sports betting. Here it is. You're, you're bringing this shit plus, into my yeah, show. It, it is. It is. Yep. Chiefs plus four. Niners plus nine and a half. That'll get you at even odds. So straight I across. Got, I got that a, 500. You win 500. I got a minus three and a half and a plus nine and a half. And that gets you a plus 178 for the parlay on FanDuel. Yeah. If you want, if you want to go that route towards it, then I'll by all means go for it. I'm telling you. What's going to get you even money? Because I've been a fan of that all year. I'm not telling you guys to go bet this. You can, you know, triple, quadruple your money. I'm telling you, even money all year long, and that's what's gotten us to this point. What's your easy money bet? Right now, I'm looking at that Niners-Eagles game. So you got the two top five defenses in the league. Um, Over-under is 46 I don't know who's going to win these fucking games, guys, this week. Either one of them. So I'm going to go with the over-under there for that Niners-Eagles game. I'm going to go with 24-21, to 21, which would get you at 45 points. Over-under is 46 right now. Um, it's a little bit too easy for me. Um, what was your pick? Over-under. Over-under what game? I'm going to take the under for the Niners-Eagles game. Okay. I think, I think okay, Scott's okay. confused. <laughs> Go the yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, Scott. When I get drunk, I I speak a little bit too fast, faster than you'd think. He did, but yeah, I'm gonna go with the under. I got. I think that game's gonna end up 24-21 or less, which would put you on the under of 46 on Niners Ingles. So uh, take the under there, buddy. You got the under on that game. It's kind of surprising too. Big dick, but I get it. Big dick fucking defenses, man. Right. Don't don't overthink it. Those are really really good elite defenses. So if the especially if the referees decide to take over the fucking game, which they will, um, you can have a low scoring game in that in that instance. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, so Tanner, what do you got for us? Um, I'm going with Jason on that uh, over under. I'm going to do the under 46 and a half on that Philly oh, 49ers game. I'm going to do a parlay though. Because I'm gonna go over the 46 and a half on the Saints. You fucking parlay game, assholes, baby. man. You never win any of those fucking parlays. That's what I'm doing. I just told you guys a parlay. The the under, <laughs> the under on the 49ers Philly, and then the over on the Cincy Chiefs. 
Okay, right. over forty six on the on the over forty six. That's probably that's fair. I think I like the over on the Sorry, over over forty six and a half is what it's at. Right, and then the under would be forty six, mm. forty six and a half for Philly. Where are you guys gonna watch the fucking game? Are you going to the game? Or are you gonna uh, watch it at the bar? Or I was what? gonna go um, to Hy-Vee. Mm. That's an interesting thought. I never even thought yeah. about going to Hy-Vee. That's a. I'm not watching the game there. I'll put it that way. <laughs> Is that yeah. a thing? Should we all watch it in three different places to help the Chiefs win? <laughs> well, that's why we do Super Bowl week. Yeah, yeah Super Bowl seems to be that way in the past anyway, yeah. but I think I got somewhere a little more fun in mind. Yeah. So. What's it going to be? What's it going to be? I don't even know what it is yet. I want to know where the mo- – see, most people probably are watching the game at home. It's it's Sunday night. Everyone's got to work on it's Monday. It's a 5-20 game. And, I, and I'm, just, you know, I'm just like, man, I'm still going out because I want to celebrate with the town if – things go right See, i don't so, really go out during the season so like the playoffs well i don't go out during the off season so i'm like this is my fucking chance to go out on a sunday again <laughs> you want to spend pretty five, soon i'm gonna have no opportunities for that you don't want to spend five hundred dollars to go sit in the 15 degree weather that sounds like a great fucking night i mean i've done similar things before so um let's do it again man. two full two full, full says, of money two full says my house is in in my office i have a 75 inch tv on the wall right five feet away Right. I mean, way. if you got that going on, maybe invite a friend yeah. over or something. Scott, but... we can't do that anymore. Uh, my house is banned from championship games for at least twenty years um, after the uh, the offsides. So, oh yeah, that that is very true. He's a Patriots fan too. We so. oh, so he was happy about D Ford. Then. Yeah, he loved the D. He was Ford happy thing. about D Ford. Here's the thing: Do you guys just oh. want to go to the fucking game? I know you motherfuckers have money. I did see online. You, you can guys get, have you a can lot get of money. a ticket right now for two fifty. 270 somewhere in well, that range. Well, after tax, no, taxes and all that shit. No. So. But no, I'm I'm talking about re- reasonable, reasonable seats. Like Look, I went to a few games this year. I still have a lot of shit to pay off. I'm not going to spend <laughs> $500 on going to this Chiefs game. All right, well, fuck you. Tanner, Please. you want to go to the game with me, dude? You want to buy a ticket? For 100 bucks, yeah. Oh, shit. I ain't going. Right. For, I ain't paying out that money. Plus, okay, well, you don't want me in Arrowhead. What's wrong with tickets, you? All the... Do you want me to risk Arrowhead no. in in a playoff game? If I'd, you I'd don't, rather I'm not. If you don't pay for that fucking ticket, it's going to go to a Bengals fan. I'm telling you that right now. No, you don't get it. It's not the fact. I would love to go. I can't go because it's not a good time for me to go during the season. What if I buy your ticket? I mean, what if I pay? You're going to get blamed a lot if something happens. None, none of us are going to go to the game, okay? That's all I'm going to say. We're not going to the game this time. I'm just okay. saying, like, I'll go, no but game. I'm not responsible of the results of the actions on Sunday. Hmm. You guys think we should try to get a suite next year for a buffoon suite? Maybe something like that? Oh, well, we already have a suite at the draft. Honestly, though, I've been, to, a su- I've been to the suites for games before, and it sucks. Like, it's, not, it? really? it's not as fun. Yeah, I've been to, I've been to a, Chiefs, a couple oh, Chiefs shit. games in a suite, and it's, it's not the same experience. I mean, if you're going to go to the game, you're going to be out in the atmosphere, and it's just not the same, so. And I don't know you be yelling at plexiglass in front of me. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's not, it's not the same. Two full says parking lot will be one fifty, hot dog fifty, beer hundred. I rather pay my mortgage. I heard the parking lot is seventy five bucks. Oh, it's you, you it's still sixty. It yeah, you can pay online on that. You, have to, 60, pay, you have to pay yeah. early anyway. So uh, Scott says uh, Tanner is tailgating during the whole game in the parking lot. Look, that's where I should be. You don't want me in that stadium for reasons here. Uh, and then two full says, fun fact, my mom's friend was the donkey's horse thunder. She had a suite. I went every year. The Chiefs can Denver. That's awesome. What if we do this? Donkey's horse. Her his mom. Wait, your mom's a Broncos uh, horse suite. So the 
Broncos sweep. So I got to do a Broncos sweep. Mm. Yeah, hey, I, I get it. I can say that means you got to see private restroom. All you can eat prime rib and all you can drink is worth it. You got to see Jamal Charles put up a big number on him then at that point. It was yeah. 259 rushing yards back yeah. in 2009. So he got to see his Chiefs do action. That's awesome. Yeah, if that's the case. That's not, that I, not that I know his age, but that's great. Uh, yeah, so I'm also from Colorado or from Colorado. I lived in Colorado for four years. Awesome. So I'm very familiar with the, uh, the, the Broncos fans out there and just the the whole atmosphere of all those things so yeah uh scott so we you we had a we had a 30 minute topic about this <laughs> to begin the show um and i'm not gonna dive over it all the way again because we went pretty deep and one uh, of us does yeah one of us does one of us does to, to answer your question scott yes so i'll put it that way one of us does has an injured dick no, one of us picks the Bengals to win. Is what I, is what that. is the question. So I just I'm not. Yeah. yeah if, no. if Scott wants to hear our full in depth analysis of the game, you can go back a little ways because we, we we kicked it off with Chiefs, of course. That that defines the whole thing. Like well, be, skip like, through the first twenty five minutes and then we get into it. So hey, so yeah, Clinton Portis had five touchdowns that game. He went Clinton to Portis. So, oh, that's my. Hero. I I went to the left handed. Patrick Mahomes game and got called a Mahomo. <laughs> I got called a Mahomo. I was a Mahomo all of a sudden. That's such, such a weird thing oh, to be called. Gosh. So, oh, I didn't pick. Don't worry, I didn't pick the Bengals. Right, yeah, Tanner cannot I'm figure only, it out. I'm dude. only doing that when I'm around Bakins. Yeah. Figure, figure out who did that bullshit. <laughs> that was the game. He's re- he's referencing the game where Clinton Portis had the WWE title after yeah. the game, and he was yeah. all proud of himself, but. The Chiefs' defense was so freaking bad during that time period. Oh, that was a rough time. It, it was rough, rough, Sick. rough stuff. It was some slow shit out there, out there, you know what I mean? So, I get it. Um, well, guys, uh, I did want to hold this up one more time. Let's do it. Um, Let's do it, guys. It's but, an exciting hey, game. Let's get this thing. I, I'm, just, I'm just ready to watch it. It's 2023. It's a new year, a new result. Let's go. Well, we'll be back. Win or loss. Next Wednesday, of course. And I'm hoping it's going to be in good faith and in happiness and all that kind of stuff. But we'll see how it unfolds. Looking forward to seeing your guys' reactions as well to the game. And let's hope it's some Super Bowl topics, of course. Any final thoughts? I was really hoping I had our Chiefs intro outro on here, but I don't. Tanner, what the hell? You're supposed to be the producer. <laughs> He's drunk. Actually, outro! Actually. <laughs> You guys, uh, never mind. I'm not gonna do it. All right, here we go, guys. <laughs> we'll catch you next Wednesday. We'll have a show, uh, going into all star break here, uh, for a week by for the before the Super Bowl. So, <laughs> anything else? Uh, go Chiefs. <laughs> See you guys. Hey!